This is Fantasy Book Club. Welcome to the Fantasy Book Club. My name is Colton Pratt. And I'm Sydney Lyrely. And we're your hosts for this show. We are currently reading through the book Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. This week, we read chapters two, three, and four, which is about an hour of content on Audible. Um, I'm sure it took Sydney about 15 minutes to get through it. I think it was actually more like 30, 35. Uh, I was I was paying attention. But nice, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then next week, we're just going to get this out of the way so you know. Next week, we are reading chapters five and six. We'll let you know that again at the end of the episode. But once again, five and six for next week. All righty. We're going to get right into things. Last week, where we left off, uh, there was a mysterious man with a talking sword. He did next to nothing this this week. So just remember that he exists. Same with Night Song. It's also just kind of around. His name is Vasher. Remember. Vasher. He has Night Song. Uh, You mean Nightblood. Oh, my goodness. I'm mixing up all the names. (laughs) Yeah, there's Vasher with Nightblood. Uh, and there's Light Song, and that's what got me confused because this week we heard more about the other story, which is Siri's dad being a butthole and sending her off uh, unprepared to marry a guy. And we meet god. a new character. And we also meet a new character. We meet a couple of new characters. Yes. Um, so uh, I, I have the first chapter this week, so I'm going to uh, go ahead and get into it. This is chapter two. We're going to go over it really fast. Uh, it opens with Siri two days after. Uh, that her dad had decided that she was going instead of Avena. Her dad said, "You're going." Yes. Psych. Uh, and it, the first, the first time you hear from Siri, she is just terrified. Uh, her hair is white. She is. It, it, it. Not much happens other than just making it clear that she hates us and she's terrified. Um, and it ends her perspective. And I felt so bad for. I actually wrote in my notes. Um, Siri's part of chapter two just made me sad because uh, it ends with her first of all trying to make sense of it of why her dad chose her while still making her dad a good person. So in her head, she kept making excuses for why her dad would make this decision, why it's why she needed Favena, why why her dad, while still loving her, would choose her. Maybe he thought I would be better for this. Yes. And just breaks my heart because what well, he actually, he liked you less than your sister, and mm-hmm. that was why. He tries um, so hard. Like, and then... She, I just think this first part is just kind of interesting. Yeah. Because she's just sitting in this carriage, and she's like freaking out like she doesn't like actually speak i don't think at all in this first section nope. and it's just but it, you can like see her thoughts and it's just her like freaking out and trying to make her dad like it makes me so sex it is a lot of it is trying to make her dad a good person in her mind yeah trying to make there be a reason for why she he said me instead of a sister uh that still lets him be a person who loves me as a daughter um and it ends really sad with her on the floor trembling incredibly sad love that yeah not not great it literally just says she lays down on the seat of the carriage and it says not sure if the shaking she felt was her own trembling or the carriage continuing its path southward Mm -hmm. which is really sad and then we switch to vavena's point of view yes we get to hear from vavena how exciting is that yeah it is she she uh while keeping her emotions completely in check is talking to her dad and realizes she feels Completely pointless. In fact, I have prepared, uh, Sydney has prepared actually, a dramatic reading for us of of her, her inner thoughts about this. I have. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's go. She had been preserved for no reason. It seemed a punishment in some ways. She listened, prepared, learned, and practiced. Everyone said that she was perfect. Why then wasn't she good enough to serve as intended? She had no good answer for herself. She could only sit and fret, hands in her lap, and face the awful truth. 
Her purpose in life had been stolen and given to another. She was redundant now. Useless. Unimportant. Yeah. Incredibly sad. Incredibly yeah. sad all around. And then that's like the ending of this section of her um Yeah. Then it goes back to Siri, who is now gossiping about how it's such a bad decision to a soldier (laughs) who wants nothing to do with her. I don't think she's really gossiping. She's just straight up yelling at him. She's just ranting at the soldier about how (laughs) this is a dumb idea her dad had, and I am not ready for How could he do this? This is so stupid. Um, And the soldier's just like, stop talking to me. Yeah. (laughs) A soldier does not want to hear bad about his his thing. Um, But she also sees flowers and is like wow this is great she sees colors and yes, she's actually there's like a whole a section bit. out of that where it's um, just like she's so stoked because she just sees all these colors yeah and it really i, I like i'm just gonna keep raving about this author his writing his writing of like complex and crazy emotions trying to control your emotions trying to divert like it, it reads to me like a terrified person trying to focus on something else for a second like it's it just i don't yeah, know yeah it, it does it actually does because she just, like, is freaking out, and then all of a sudden she sees all the colors and, like, just the forests and stuff and the animals, and she's just, like, all of a sudden just going off, and that's all she can think about is the fact that, yeah. you know, she's seeing all these colors for the first time, and that's what she's dreamed of, seeing these yep. colors, and she's actually getting to see them. I And, I yeah, I really – I felt like that was, that was well written. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after she gossips for a while, I think it just goes back to her being nervous in the carriage. Uh, yeah. And – uh, cuts back to Vivenna for a second time. Yes, and then we meet Fathin this time. Yeah, we meet her. We meet Fathin, which is Vivenna's monk sister. Yes, who's just older than Siri. Yep, and she's a monk. She has her fingers are stained blue because what the monks do is they garden these berries and they um they give them out to the poor people basically. Yes, and I actually want to comment on that because mm-hmm. the fact that like there's no colors allowed to so the fact that she's. Her fingers, Fappen's fingers, are colored mm-hmm. because of the berries. It's kind of interesting to me. Yeah. Because there's no colors in Idris. And Vivenna wears gloves, and she says it's because the colors on her fingers would be too gaudy. Yes. So she wears gloves to hide the colors. Um, no colors for Vivenna. Uh, and also, a couple things in this cha- this section. She talks to Fafin for a second. Uh, Fafin is like, well, maybe this is a good thing. Maybe it's like there's a reason that you're, this is happening. Uh, because she, Fafin, yes. is a monk who very much trusts Astra. Mm-hmm. Uh, Astra, Astra, who is there, the god of colors. Yes. Um, in that world. Also, here's a quick nitpick I have about this book. Every time I've read it so far, it always is. Astra makes me think a girl name, <laughs> and Astra is a guy god. And so anytime that they say Astra yeah, and I then he, I'm always I've like, that. huh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then um, also we hear the god king's real name for the first time in this chapter. Susbron. Susabron, yeah. Oh, I was Something close. along those lines. I just thought it was Susbron. It's fantasy book with fantasy words. You can say what, however you want. <laughs> Susabron, Susbron. But if we listeners should point out. get mad at us for saying words <laughs> wrong in a fantasy book, I'm going to get mad at them. I actually thought this was interesting because um, Fappen's like, you know, telling Vivenna that she doesn't, like she thinks that Vivenna should be thankful that she's not going off to marry uh, Susbron. Mm-hmm. Yep. And... She Vaffin's like, you're not going to be married to this lifeless monster. And then Vivenna says, he's not lifeless. And I think that's interesting because it's the first message, mention we've had of lifeless. And mm. we'll talk about this a little bit more later because yeah. we learn a little bit more in the next chapter. But then she says, Suzbron has returned. And I think that's also interesting. Yep. Because, I mean, again, we'll learn a little bit more about that in the next chapter. But I also want you to really quickly, uh, this is one more thing I want you to read. Read the very last little section of chapter two because there's something that happens that Vivenna gets in her mind that I want you to to read. Oh. 
Okay, so I'll read this last little paragraph. Yep. It says, yep. Vivenna wasn't needed in Idris. Whatever her father said, she was useless here, but she did know the people, cultures, and society of Halendron. And as she followed Fappen onto the village road, an idea began to form in Vivenna's head, one that was not, by any stretch of the imagination, proper. So she she has been spending all her life doing things proper, and now she has an idea. Yes. Uh, do you have any theories what this idea is going to be? She's definitely going to leave. Idris, for sure, one hundred percent. She's gonna go follow Siri. She's gonna go try and help Siri. Yeah, uh, which is honestly good sister kind of material. That's a that's a baller move by a good sister, I think. Yeah, um, I would agree. This makes me kind of like Vivenna because, like, yeah, you know, she's going off to. She's save her trying sister. to save her like, sister. Like she literally says when she's um, talking to Fafin, or she's thinking this anyway. When she's talking to Fafin, she kind of like thinks about the fact that Siri is like never going to survive there. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was interesting because she clearly cares a lot. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's the end of chapter two. Uh, Sydney, would you like to take over for chapter three? I will. So chapter three is kind of long, but we get to meet a new character. So we meet Light Song. And I think this is very interesting because the very first sentence of this chapter starts off with Light Song didn't remember dying. So that's off to a great start already. Nice start. Yeah. Yeah. Just great. Love it. Um. But so basically we learn that Light Song is a returned, which so basically it means he died and he died. They tell him a noble death, but he doesn't remember that, which I thought was mm-hmm. kind of odd. But he doesn't remember dying. He doesn't remember anything from his life before. And so like all the returned are like that. None of them remember. And they also, so he he's waking up from sleep. Light Song is waking up from sleep. And they have like visions when they sleep. And so we go into, you know, kind of meeting Light Song, but... Light Song has this uh, his high priest come in, whose name I can't say. Laramar. That's how I was saying. That's exactly it. how it is. Oh, bet. That's how the audiobook says Go it. Go me. Okay, so Light Song has his high priest come in, and his high priest is just asking me all these questions about um, his dreams, because you know they use dreams as visions here in Halendrin, apparently. And so Light Song's telling me he's telling him these dreams. We kind of learned that. Um, Light Song talks about the fact that he is like his his feast is today, and so what that means is uh, the return don't eat regular food, but they have a very specific thing that they do eat. So we find that out here in a second. I also they can eat regular. food. Yes, they can eat regular food, but they 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 don't. They don't eat regular food. They don't yes. need it to. They don't sustain themselves on regular food. Um, no. Also, wanted to quickly mention the dream he had that they talk about is a ship with red sails on a red sea. Yes. And that's basically the concept of it. Mm-hmm. And yes, so there's that. And so he gets up and he's exhausted and they take him to his feast. And basically the feast is there's this little girl just, you know, in this room. And the feast is he, she has to say the words that'll give her, um, give Light Song her breath. So she says, my life to yours, my breath become yours. And now she no longer has any breath. And While her crying, breath... she says this, by the way. Yes. She's terrified. And Light Song also has to hold on to her. Yeah. Which is he, important. So but... he, he he caresses her face, which is in this, this guy is like seven feet tall. He's seven feet tall and has the body of like a muscular, yeah. powerful man. And he also couldn't give less of a crap about anything and mm-hmm. you learn that about him he's yes. just he his high priest he gave the nickname scoot because uh-huh. he wanted to annoy his high priest scoot. yes <laughs> um so uh the breath of the child goes to light song and now he is no longer feeling weak and he's feeling strong but the girl on the other hand 
is now doll. She they call them um drab or dull or a faded one, it says. And basically that's just a person without breath. She no longer yeah. has any breath and she's, you know, weak and you know he it's also interesting because Light Song's like trying to like tell himself that it's okay and that she'll yeah. still live a good life, even yeah. though she probably won't because, you know, she has no color anymore. Yeah. She's very like well, the, dead inside. But they also said people uh they said people who are drab, most of them can't tell they're drab, but other people seeing them will notice that they're less colorful. Yes, yes. Um, so we, Lighton talks about that, and then he leaves, and he goes to, um, to see the offerings, and basically the offerings are just um, things that, like painting and like art and stuff that Lightsong kind of like interprets, and basically like his interpretations are supposed to like say whether um, like it's a good or an ill omen basically yeah so he what he says the priests interpret and give a positive or negative omen to the people who made it or commissioned it made um and he also i once again love the commentary on religion he says it, I, I forget the exact wording but he says the quote of um it somehow seems those who could pay more get uh because the people who can pay artists more can get a better get a better painting, which then gives them a better omen. So he said it somehow seems linked between money and good omens. Yes, um, which is a, a light song is not sure if he's a god. He talks yes. about that a lot, where he's he, like, "I don't he, feel like I'm a god." Yeah, he also says the fact that he thinks it's kind of funny that he's considered a god, but he doesn't believe in his own religion. Yeah, like he, I get the feeling from light song that he really doesn't like doing this stuff, and yeah. he he like. Well, when he takes the breath from the girl, he hates it. Yeah. I mean, he like needs it to survive, but and, he and that's just once a week, it. by the way. Yes, once a week kind of deal. Um, and also he he talks about he goes to the art and he doesn't think the art him saying anything actually means anything, but he's going there specifically because the people feel like they gain something from it. Yes. So he's doing it not because he thinks it actually does anything. Yes, he literally says, "I need to give something back, yeah, even if it's something useless." And he he. Uh, there's a piece of art that he just doesn't like, but he still like it's a. Basically, he said he said something good about an abstract piece of art one time, and now everybody's always sending him abstract yes. art because they want good things. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, maybe I should just say something bad to stop them sending me abstract art." Yes. He even said the other returned intentionally give bad omens mm-hmm. just to mess with their priests. But he doesn't like to do that, but he said something good. Also, the piece of abstract art he saw. Did you what did he see in that? He saw the sea and the like the ship in his from his dream. He saw it in the art, so that's bringing attention to that as important, but it's not addressed later on. But that that is apparently an important thing. Yes, and I also want to point out it talks about um, the different heightenings a little bit. Hmm. So it says because there's this one um, piece of art that is a poem, but the way they do the poem, only the um, uh, people of the third heightening could see it. Yep. Because the third heightening basically allows them to have, uh, like, a sense of the perfect hues of color. Yes. So the way they kind of do this poem is, like, just in colors. Colored and, dots, yeah. Yes. And then so they talk about that and reminded of the second heightening is someone put with perfect pitch. And then they talk about the fact that returned were of the fifth heightening. So only returned can be of the fifth heightening. And that made me think about... Vasher in the prologue when he mm. says that he could be the fifth hiding at any time and I'm like the return are people who die and then come back yeah so does Vasher somehow know that if he died right now he would return but I will have you know it, Siri mentions uh, Vivetta mentioned this in the chapter I read she said that a hundred years ago hadn't been or forty years ago hadn't been forty years somebody came back as returned in Idris 
yes. and had just died a week later because no one wanted to give their breath up because yes. they believe that's sinful and terrible. Yes. Um, and so it is rare. I'll, I'll, I'll say that people returning. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not, a, it's not like if you die, you return. Yes. It's, there's something that happens somehow that makes people return. Um, all right. Uh, keep going. That's all okay. I have to say about that. So he does the offerings, and then um, the next thing he's supposed to do is petitions. Um, not 100% sure. You'll learn about those later. What those are, yes. So he's supposed to be taking petitions, and then he says that he really wants to take a nap after the petitions are over, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Love freaking light song, man. <laughs> love light song. Love that. Um, but he's supposed to take the petitions, and he's, like, talking to his high priest. He's like, hey, um, petition time? And the high priest is like, no. Um, you know, you don't have anything after this. You're done. And Light Song's like, but why? I don't remember, <laughs> which and is kind of funny. Guy, well, he says, don't you remember? And Light Song says, well, no, I have people like you to remember yes. stuff. <laughs> and so freaking, I love Laramar. Because Laramar yes. said, okay, uh, consider it officially remembered. Yes. And then, and then Light Song says, yes. what is it? Laramar <laughs> <laughs> is, um, just as a reminder, the high, uh, Light Song's high priest. Yeah, and he's very chill. He, I like Laramar. Yeah, he's just sound, he's like, I feel like he's secretly really annoyed with Light Song. Oh yeah, he comes off. He comes <laughs> off as always a little bit annoyed. Yeah, he's like, oh, I hate this. Light Song calls him Scoot, and he says, "Thank you, my lord." And Light Song's <laughs> like, "Why does that not bug you?" <laughs> it definitely does, but he just doesn't say yeah. it. Yeah. Um. But anyways, so the thing that Light Song was supposed to remember but didn't is the fact that the God King is getting married today. Series showing up. Yeah, and. Woo! Light Song's just like, hold on, wait a minute, already? Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes on to think about the fact that Suzbron, the god king, is like, getting a wife. And he's thinking about the fact that, and I, th- I thought this was interesting, it says, the god king was the only one of the returned who could marry. Return couldn't produce children except for the king, who had never drawn a breath as a living man. Mm-hmm. So on- the god king is a return, but he never was born. Like, he was born, but he he was a stillborn. Yes. Because you, you said that in the last yes. um, episode. You talked about the stillborns. And I was like, what does that have to do with anything? But yeah. So here's the connection. That's the connection Good I made. Good piece together. Honestly, because that I missed that my first time through. I missed that connection. Oh, really? Um, yeah. It might have helped that I pointed out the stillborn so heavily last week. Yeah. I probably would have, <laughs> like, I don't know. I might have noticed it. Maybe not, though. I don't. Yeah. I might not have noticed but, it. Um, yeah. So God King was stillborn and then returned from a stillborn. So he never yes. drew about his living. This still gives me questions, though, because, like, can they have regular children or are their children automatically stillborn? Good question. Hmm. I'm curious. That was just what, what I do was you think? thinking. I feel like no, because it says so it says return couldn't produce children except for the the king. Yeah. But so that makes me think that like the king for some reason has this ability to have children, but the children are always going to be stillborn. And my guess is they can only have one. Yeah. That would be my guess. That that's a good theory. I'm not going to confirm or deny it, but okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> that, that's my thoughts. I yeah. could totally be wrong. Um, and then we also um, – uh, Laramar talks about lifeless command. And so here comes in the lifeless that was mentioned earlier that I said would you know kind of come back to play. Yeah. And uh, Light Song's like, wait, we plan to attack. And basically the lifeless are sold, like soldiers that – it says later here in this chapter, it says um, something about the fact that they are soldiers who – or they're people who died – and then they were brought back to life purely to be soldiers. But they have, like, mm-hmm. no personalities, no nothing. They're basically just walking corpses. Yeah. And uh, freaking he gives a word to command them for a day. That's- yes. Fledgling fruit is the command for the lifeless. And 
it's not the core command, but it's um, a phrase that'll kind of control the lifeless in non-combat situations. Yeah. And but it's, only for one day. And it's funny because when he asked for the command word, uh, freaking Lysong goes, we, we plan to attack the the new queen. Yes. And, and, his, and uh, once again, Larimar just, just gives him a stern look. Being, <laughs> being a baller, Larimar just upset with him. He Love Larimar. care. That's funny. And then this, I also thought was interesting. At the end of this chapter, he, um, Light Song turns to Larmar and is like, hey, did I have a wife before I died? Mm-hmm. And um, Larmar is like, well, I can't tell you this. Like, not we're not allowed to anything. speak about this. Yeah. Which makes me wonder how much he actually knows. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Light Song then goes on to talk about the fact that he remembers this face sometimes. And he just remembers, he says, a beautiful, youthful face. I think it might have been her. Yep. And the priests all of a sudden are just like not talking. And he's like explaining like, her looks, like he says, inviting brown hair, red lips, um, three shades shy of the seventh harmonic with a deep beauty, dark tan skin. And the priests are just like, um. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. I'm not allowed to tell you if you're right or wrong. Um, yeah. Is that the end of that chapter? Yes. Um, so it kind of just ends with he's like, okay, the new queen's going to arrive. I'm going to go look at her. Sick. Um <laughs> There's a couple of things that I, I really like. I'm just going to talk about that chapter. Like I said, the the um, idea of, one, the other returned playing with people's in religion to yes. get better art or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, real butthole people, and I, I like that. I also really, really like uh, – I mean, obviously, Brandon Sanderson is a Mormon mm-hmm. uh, in real life, uh, but all of his books have, like, commentary on religion. And I, yeah. I really enjoy – in this chapter specifically, the commentary about, like, Seems like the rich have God like them more. And also the poem he saw, uh, he said, this was clearly written by a, a peasant and then paid to have somebody make it into like the God's language. Yes. Um, and I appreciate that too, where he's like, and it's bad, but I'm going to say it's good because it's a peasant. It's not, it's not yeah. a rich person. It's a peasant. Mm-hmm. Um, and he talks about how the, like the art, the art language it's just dots in this one, but yeah. because it's colors is the language they could make like an actual piece of art that is, uh, the language. Yes. I also want to point out the fact that um, Light Song says in this chapter, he says the fact that the returned, they can't awaken anything. Yeah. And they also can't give their breath. Yeah. But they can give it once. Yeah. But then they die for good. Yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. And I feel like that's going to be, it was such a subtle thing, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's going to be really important later. And and also, uh, they, they you, you missed focus a second ago that you said only the, only the return can get to the fifth heightening. Yes. It's actually the return can only get to the fifth lightning. The returned can't, oh. no matter how much breath they get take in, they'll yes. never move up or down from the fifth lightning. Mm-hmm. So um, that's just uh, inherently returned or at the fifth lightning. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know. It's not really a spoiler. I'll let you know. Um, regular people can reach lightnings higher than the fifth lightning. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Just by. I didn't know they were more, like they were higher ones. Yeah. Just by. Um, Having more breaths. Okay. So just by if they collect enough breaths, they can reach higher heightening. So they can reach the fifth too. Yeah. Uh, but they will be visible, visible because they will be glowing <laughs> like a god. Um, that would be super obvious. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's chapter three. Is there anything else you want to say about chapter three? Um, I don't think so. I think that's everything I had. I love love that chapter. It's the first time you get to actually kind of know about Returned, um, which is pretty chill. I, I think it's so neat. Yeah. Uh, there was about. a lot of information in that chapter. Like I have a whole dense. sticky note that's like full with stuff. It's that was a dense chapter. It was. And there was a lot of information just shoved at you at one point. And I was I was reading this and I was like, whoa, hold up, hold up. <laughs> like this just like connecting <laughs> dots. Yeah. Already. Three chapters in and this guy's already 
I love him. His author's already making like <laughs> connections that aren't answering questions, but are making the questions more pointed is the best yes. way I can describe it. Yeah. Where he it's didn't answer the question, just made added an extra layer to like, oh, mm-hmm. then it can't be this. Yes. You know? Um, and so we're gonna move on to the fourth chapter, because we read three this week. Um, and the fourth chapter is point of view of uh Siri the entire time. Yes. This is a relatively short chapter. Pretty short, yeah. Um she arrived to tell her, uh, and is greeted by forty thousand troops. And they're That's walking through people. they're walking through forty thousand troops, and she hears one of her guards mutter, um, oh colors, they're lifeless. Uh or I think Aster God of Colors, they're lifeless, is what he says. Yeah. Um and she realizes she looks and she realizes they're dead people. They're dead people standing there. They have no color in their face, no color in their eyes. There's not even they don't even shift or breathe. Like yes. the inherent movements we see in a person and identify them as a, as alive without noticing it of like mm-hmm. little shifts in motion, little breathing motions. Yeah. They just don't do that. They're perfect. Yes. They're perfectly completely still doing exactly what they need to do. Mm-hmm. I think sh- she also talks about the fact that she thinks it's interesting because she hadn't like known what the lifeless were, but she thought they were like going to be skeletal creatures yeah. that are like just Scary. bones. But they look like humans unless you're paying like – And they're pale. Yes. But unless you're like paying attention, you could walk right by one yep. and not notice it because it looks so human except for the fact that like they have no expression and they're just stiff. Yeah. She enters the walls of uh, of Halandrin oh, – sorry, of Teteller, which is the capital of Halandrin. Yes. Enters the walls of Teteller. Uh, realizes people always told me this place was going to be like ugly and ostentatious, but it's it's cool, it's colorful, and it's fun. Yes. And then they get to the middle of the city where they then enter another set of walls into the Court of the Gods. The Court of the yeah. Gods, yes. Uh, enters the Court of the Gods where there's a wall around that with a second blinding wall so people from the outside can't even see in. Uh, and there yes. are just towering, towering castles basically um, that are full of color. And yes. at the at the head is a giant pyramid made from, like, obsidian, like, black yes, stone. Yes, it's black. And she's like, wait, that's weird because this is a city of color. Why, yeah. is, why is there black? And that's where she's going. Yeah. Because that's where Susabron lives. She, like, she saw the black and her hair was just mm-hmm. white, white. Like, Scary. she was, like, freaking out. Um, So she gets moved in, uh, gets carried to the to the front of the 40,000 troops at the pyramid and gets meet, uh, get, gets to meet the high priest of the god king, uh, uh, Teladries, sorry, uh, Teladries, who is um, kind of a jerk in general. Uh, he says, "Go get ready, you're married." And she says, "Wait, yes. there's not gonna be a, there's not gonna be a process." And, and he, she al- he also calls her um, vessel. Yeah, which I think is interesting. Also, I don't think it mentions her, his name in here in uh, this first chapter. Trelodies? Yeah, it does. It calls him Trelodies. No, it doesn't. Oh well, his name is Trelodies. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, and he says. No, you were you were married to the God King the moment he wanted you to be married to the God King. Yes. Uh, and everything she asks for about meeting him, knowing him, seeing him, he mm-hmm. says, no, uh, the God King has control of that. Um, in fact, he says, uh, you have the highest honor. You're actually going to be able to touch the God King. Yeah. Of course, only at his discretion mm-hmm. because they're going to have a baby. And so they got to touch yeah. that baby. Can you imagine you're being shipped off to this place that you have never been before and you're being forced to marry the God King, and you get there, and this random guy comes up to you, and he's like, "We're going. You're going to see your husband now." And you're like, "Well, mm. I thought we had to get married first. And he's just like, "Nope, you're, you know, you're married already. Yeah, like you have no say in it." And I just, I can't even imagine what Siri's feeling right now. Yeah, he, he, uh, it's, it's 
Siri handles it okay. She's yes. terrified, but she handles it okay. Um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's a weird situation because Trelides, it's, I mean, it's the idea of um, all-knowing God kind of a deal. Yeah. He was married to you when he wanted to be. As soon as he thought he was married to you, he was married to you. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's not, it, he, he talks about how they're like, a ceremony is so that people know it is the fact. Ceremonies are beneath this man. As soon as he wants something, it is how it is. Yes. Um, especially on like social issues where it's, are you married or not? Um, yeah, we're married because I said I was. Yeah. Um, which honestly is how marriage should is, can work in real life too. I can just say <laughs> I'm married and I'll be married. Um, I mean, I guess, yeah. Other than for tax reasons. Um, but yeah, so it's it's weird and it's neat to me the way that it's like the story is told this way where uh, so far we haven't even seen the God King and we know so much about him. Uh-huh. And we know we know uh, a bunch, like even weirdly like implied stuff that we've just assumed to be true. Yes. About like, what he's into, what he, mm-hmm. how he acts. Um, I'm very excited to see whether these implied things are actually true or whether they're like just like his kind of what people think of him. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just, I'm very interested to see like whether he's actually as terrible as people make him out to be or whether he's actually a decent person yeah. or like an okay person. Um, It's, it's. I'm excited. It's 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 really good, and the way that uh, the way that this book unfolds is really surprising to me. Yeah. Um. And yeah. Uh. I think that wraps up the chapter. Do you have anything else to say about this chapter in particular, or mm. any of the chapters we read? I don't think so. To be honest, I think we covered pretty much everything. Overall review of these three chapters, in my opinion, um, the two Siriana chapters, uh, lame. Not much happens in those two <laughs> chapters. They're- I will say though, I do really like. Getting, I did like to see the person or Vivenna, like to see mm-hmm. Vivenna's thoughts and the perspective of her. I think that was very interesting because it think gives you a very is the wrong word. I think the word I wanted is tragic. Yes. Every every part of Siri and Vivenna's personalities in this is just them, like reacting to a tragic, yes. basically a tragic. But I event. still think it's good because they're just very deep. They're very deep characters already, mm-hmm. and you can kind of see that. Like you look at Vivenna. And, like, you would think she'd just be like, oh, okay, well, you know, I'm a little bit upset about this, but whatever. But it goes so much deeper than that. And even ass- assessing, like, well, you kept me because if the war happens, they need me. And then yes. being able to assess, that's not true. You've been planning since I was little. Yes. To not have me here. Mm-hmm. So you so you have a guy, your son is already going to be king. Yes. Uh, f- 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 the sister. Fafin. Fafin <laughs> is going to be, is going to take over this part. Yes. Siri was supposed to take over this part. Like mm-hmm. there was a setup plan because I was supposed to go. Yes. And like, like I had her read. Now there's, now I have no purpose. Mm-hmm. Now there's nothing for me. And to I do. also, I did like Siri's perspective because she just goes back and forth between, okay, well my father did this because he thinks I like, will be good at this. But then also my father does this because he hates me. She, she also, she thinks like, well, maybe she sent me because he realized that Vivenna wouldn't be able to handle handle the ostentation, yes. and I could. Maybe he said, "Like, it's makes me so sad because it's, it's like I said, it's her trying to rationalize. Mm-hmm. Her dad can't have sent her because he just prefers Vivenna. Yes. That in her brain, that can't be the solution. Yes. So there has to be a reason that my loving, kind dad mm-hmm. sent me instead of my sister. And the reason is, as you say, saw from his perspective. Yes, I like you less. Yes. and that's just tragic. And that's so sad. Like, yeah. just imagine, she's just." You know, doing her own thing. Just she thinks her dad loves her, and yeah. little does she know her dad sent her off to die. Die, and it's fine. And 
I mean, she probably deep down knows this. Yeah. But the fact that she's trying to like tell herself that that's yeah. not the reason is just very, it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, I agree. Um, all righty. Uh, I think now, are you ready? I'm ready. It's time to rank the characters. Woohoo! <laughs> Everyone's favorite part. This is Here my we favorite are. Part. I love this. This is part. also my favorite part. All right, I'm going to go through the list of all the characters who are in this one. I'll tell you where they currently are, and you can tell me if you want to move them, and then we can add the other ones as we find them. Okay. Uh, so, Siriana. Um, I think Siri still needs to be at the top. I think she's so deep and well developed. Yes. Uh, that... and we're only four chapters in. All right, so Siri's going to stay in the same place. That's good. Yes. Uh, next character, Vivenna. She is currently below Vasher and above Dedelin. Let's see. Which is her dad. Yes. I actually think Vivenna needs to go higher. Uh, higher, okay. Um, How much higher? I think she needs to go above both Vasher and Mab because Mab we'll probably never see again. <laughs> Mab's just a cook. Yeah. And then Vasher, we haven't heard really from Vasher at all. And I kind of really do like Vivenna's personality. Like, I, like the fact that she's going, like, she's basically, like, I assume she's going to go save her sister like she clearly cares a lot about her sister and she has even though she doesn't show the emotion she clearly has a lot of emotion and the fact that she's you know been raised to do this and even though like she should be thankful that she's not going off to die yeah she still wants to because that's what she was raised for and i respect that i i agree but i also would like to make the argument does she want to save her sister or does she feel like she lost her purpose and now wants to go try and take her purpose back that's fair that's a fair point because it's 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 that little difference in viewpoint changes if she is selfless or selfish. Yes. And um, I mean, I think as we go farther down the book, we're going to see more we'll and more. We'll learn more about, about whether she's, if she's actually selfish. Yeah. Uh, or if she's rationalizing in her brain, I'm going to go do this to save mm-hmm. my sister. But in reality, it's, yeah. Yeah. So I we'll just, like, I guess you get right the now, vibe. Right now, she seems selfless. Yeah. I guess yeah. right now, I just get the vibe that, yes, that she's going to save her sister just because she sounded like in her thoughts in this chapter, mm-hmm. she sounded worried about her sister. Like, how is she going to handle this kind of thing? Yeah. Uh, next up is Dedelin. We hear a little about we hear a little bit from him in chapter uh, three. Yes, he's uh, basically sorry, just two. telling. Um, he's basically just telling Vivenna to like stop complaining. <laughs> yep. And I dislike him a lot. He's moving below Yarda. That I yeah. I'm not arguing about I, that. No. The yeah. more I see from Siri and how like freaking destroyed that it makes Siri, it's I can't. I yes. can't with him. He's a bad dad. That even and also honestly made it worse for me the fact that. Uh, Vivenna was also destroyed by this decision yes. because even though it was a sad thing that she had to do and she w- didn't like it mm-hmm. this, this is what she's yes. ma- she wanted to do it mm-hmm. this is what she's made to do she had all intentions of doing it mm-hmm. you know it's kind of sad <laughs> sad that we're moving him down because Yarda's not even mentioned in, the, in these chapters but Yarda's still better but Yarda is still better yeah. we have a big grudge against the I, dis- I don't like him I don't either <laughs> see last chapter you or last episode you were like well, you know, yeah. trying to convince me that he was actually okay. And but now you're mean. on the same, uh, my side. Faffin. Faffin. Um, I'm not really sure how I feel about Faffin. I mean, she's dumb. That was that yeah. was her one character trait. But she's yeah. she's doing a thing for the family. They address yes. that in this one. They have mm-hmm. to have a moment. Which I, I appreciate um, that. And I, I mean, she tries to comfort yes. Ravenna. She tries. She's not doing a very good job. She also is a monk. Who gives to the poor? So, yes, I, mean, I, think I that, do appreciate that. I think that, that inherently yes. makes her a better person. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I'd put her below Vasher and above Yarda. Yeah, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Cool. I uh, also think Fafin. She's very. 
Like, from the little that we know about her, like, I think she cares a lot, even if she's not necessarily the best at it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now we're in a new chapter. That is all new characters because we're moving into characters from chapter three. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of things to put on there. <laughs> uh, Light Song. Actually, it's only two new characters, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Light Song. Um. Okay. Let's see. Light Song. I think. Super chill guy. I uh, think Light Song has to go above Vivenna. Above Vivenna. I think, you think so. You think he's third best character so far? Yes. He's do you, pretty, do you I like disagree it. with me? No, I, I like him. I like, like I said, his freaking, I'm a nerd for like deep meanings and crap. Or do you think we should put him above Nightblood? I like Nightblood more. Okay. I think Nightblood is such a funny contradiction of a character. That's true. A sword. And who he's is, an inanimate object, yeah, which just, always makes things better. It's just funny. Also, Light Song has a baller name. It's such a fun name, Light Song. Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. And then Alarimar. Light Song's High Priest, who's also a great character. Yes. I don't think he's, I think he loses to Vivenna for me. Yes. I think he has to go above Mab. He beats Mab, but I think he loses to Vivenna. Yes. I would agree to that one. Especially at this point, uh, as for, from the decision that you and I have made that Vivenna is being selfless and not selfish. Yes. Then he loses this to them. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he is kind of fun. Like, I don't feel like he gets a whole lot of personality. But from the little bit, like, we hear from him, he definitely just, like, is accepting <laughs> the fact that Light Song's just saying things that are trying to annoy him. Yeah. And he, and I, I love the, the, like, annoyed but won't let you know it aspect. Yes. Uh, it's kind of funny. Yep. And so that's all all the new characters or returning characters from that chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mention Suzabran, but we don't know anything about him But we yet. don't know anything about him, really. So we can't see anything. Uh, chapter 4. I don't think it changes our Siri from the top. Siri is still chill in chapter yeah, four. Yeah, Siri is still chill. Uh, how about Trelides? Whose name is not actually given in this chapter. But he was a butthole. <laughs> he was. He's got to go real low. I think I he... think above Yarda because Yarda hasn't been, is not doing much. You think? I, I think... was going to say like way down there. Like You think above Dedellin? Below I was going to say below Dedellin. You like him less than Dedellin? Oh. Dedellin's a... I hate Dedellin. <laughs> The only reason I say that is because I think Dillon has more personality. We've hardly met this guy. We That's just true. didn't have a name in this That's chapter. True. The reason you know his name is because you read this book before. Uh, I wouldn't have remembered it. I have the wiki pulled up of all the characters we met, so oh. <laughs> uh, so that I can make sure we get all everybody. Uh. Um, so Trelides will uh, be at the bottom of the list for now, uh, with room to grow, as we know more about him. Yes, he has room for him to. He has room to go above Dillon for sure. He and Dedellin are very close. <laughs> very close. There's very the only thing that's like splitting them is the fact that you know Dedellin has a, a like a personality, and this guy is just like Dedellin's like trying to do good for his kingdom, yeah. which I appreciate. And this guy is just and like his oldest daughter, a jerk. <laughs> uh, okay, I think we should. Susan brought up and mentioned like eight hundred times. Yes. From what you know about him, hmm. from what you from what you know about him, tell me where you put you, you put the God King. Okay, let's see. So far we know he's never gone a living breath. Yes. We know that he has to freaking mate with uh, <laughs> Siriana. We know that uh, as soon as he wants something, it happens to him. We Supposedly. Know, or, yes. Yeah, so as soon as he wants to be married, he was married. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that he lives in a giant black pyramid. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. He has this uh, court of gods, yep. too, who probably all do whatever. And stuff. Yep. Yes. So he surrounds himself again. With people who mm-hmm. are powerful. So what do you know? About, so what do you know about him? Mm-hmm. Where would you put him on this list? This is more of a concept <sighs> one than a real one. But let's see what you got. Let's see. 
I'm thinking, okay, so he has to go below to Dellen for sure. Below to Dellen? Yes. And oh, I'm, you like Dellen better? Because we don't know much about Scissor Bug. Yes, but yeah. also we know that Dellen cares about his people. You don't know about that. You don't know whether or not it's for Scissor Yes. Bug. Yeah. We don't know. Um, I don't feel like we know Trelides very well. Yeah. Um. But he has had a talking role so far. He has had a talking role. Unlike Susa Braun. <laughs> what if we put Susa Braun below Var in dead tier? I mean, so far he's dead to me. <laughs> I mean, yep. Because he's, he's God not. King in dead tier. <laughs> he, with room to grow. With room to grow. <laughs> he's never drawn a living breath. He's in the dead That's tier because he's never drawn a living breath. <laughs> he's never drawn a living breath. Um, so our current list of characters. Uh, and this this is the order. First to last, it goes... Siri, Nightblood, Lightsong, Vivenna, Laramar, Mab, Vasher, Fafin, Yarda, Dedelin, uh, Trelides, and then in Dead Tier, Var, and God King. Uh, <laughs> even though God King's still alive. Yeah, even though I'm, God King's, I mean. No, I guess he was never technically he alive. Was, he's dead. Yeah, God King's so, dead. And you can say whatever you want about that, yes. but God King's dead. But he will go, he will, once we meet him, he will no longer be in the Dead Tier. He's just in the Dead Tier for now because. Yeah. He, we don't know him. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And for what we do know about him, he's a jerk. <laughs> yeah. Um. I. Do you have any theories about? Mm. Uh, th- tell me theories about any aspect of it. About uh, how Siri is going to react. About uh, what Vivenna, what her plan is going to be. Yes. About uh, what who the God King is going to be. Those kind of things. <laughs> so I feel like Siri is. I feel like she's she's going to be. I think I said this a little bit uh, last episode. She's going to kind of kick butt mm. and be like way stronger than she knows. Yeah. And I actually think her the fact that she doesn't control her emotions is actually going to be a good thing. Mm. Colorful hair. Yeah. <laughs> yes, colorful hair. But I actually, I actually really do feel like that's going to be a good thing in the end. It's going to help. You think her the out. lack of formality is going to help? Not necessarily like with. Like the court, yeah. But I think in the long run, it's going to help. Like whether she has to defeat the God King or something like that. If she has to like fight at all, I think mm. it's going to be helpful because she has those emotions that she can pull on. Defeat the God King. Wow, that's know. a fun pull. Um, how do you think Light Song is going to feel about about Siri? I feel like Light Song is going to love her. Yeah, like I definitely think they're going to be they're going to be good friends. They're going to be besties. They're going to be besties. Maybe they're going to be maybe they're going to be lovers. <laughs> oh, you cheating on the God King! Can cheating you on the God King—that's oh, a plan. That's that'd a be so bad. Um, oh, also, I wanted—I no, re- wanted to mention. We didn't mention this. The Court of the Gods yes. has a bunch of gods who do not get to leave the walls. Yes, so their only exposure. Lightson talks about that—the fact that he really wants to leave because he's looking at one of the paintings and he's like, yeah. "I wish I could go there." The only exposure they have to any other person is other, uh, other. Gods, yes. Other high priests, mm-hmm. and then the occasional civilian to like take their breath, yes. Or, uh, yeah. It's all actually the... really depressing. Yeah. So he, they have very, very little interaction with the outside world. You know, actually, since we were talking about Light Song, I said earlier the fact that the, when he mentioned that they can only give one breath, and if they give it, they will die. I feel like I said that I thought that was going to be really important. Yeah. I still feel that way. And I kind of feel like maybe that'll somehow come into play with Siri. Mm. Like, because I do think that Light Song is going to like befriend her and mm-hmm. they're going to be friends. And he's going to be like her ally in, mm-hmm. you know, the court and kind of help her like learn the ways of it and that kind of thing. I completely and agree. And I think, I feel like, I just 
feel like the way that it was so casually mentioned in that chapter that, hey, you know, you give away a breath, you die. I feel like yeah. that's going to actually end up being really important. I, I agree. And I think um, – well, I've read the book. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 would, I, I agree. I think that's an interesting theory. Yeah. Um, and if you're a listener and this is your first time reading this book, uh, feel free to let us know your theories. You can email us them or if you want to join our Discord and ch- tell us directly – it's on yes. the website, so you should go to the website and, and join our Discord. You can talk about yes. it. Uh, we'll show you uh, our updated uh, tier lists there. Yes, we want to hear all of your theories. Yeah, um, and I actually no spoilers. No spoilers allowed. That's our one rule. I will be upset. The two the <laughs> two laws of fantasy book club: Nightblood is sassy, and no spoilers. <laughs> if you ever talk about Nightblood for any reason, he has to be sassy. We refer to him as our sassy king on this show. <laughs> Our sassy boy. Our sassy boy. Um, He's our sassy sword. Yeah. I also want to bring up the fact that, um, because you asked about Vivenna, theories for Vivenna. Yeah. I think that Vivenna is going to, um, come to Helendrin. She's gonna come. She's gonna come to tell her, and she's going to. She's gonna be like showing up, and she's be like, "I'm here to take your spot, Siri." Though I'm not sure how that would work. Yeah. But. You know, somehow that's going to work. I'm sure. And, um, Obviously. Of course. <laughs> I also do think, though, that if Avena shows up and Siri sees her, I think Siri's going to get upset about it. Because mm-hmm. I think Siri's going to be like, did you really think I couldn't handle this on my own? Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, I I think Vivenna is being selfless. Yes. But I think it's, it's one of those tough situations where it's a domino of – one wrong step and you're selfish. Mm-hmm. One wrong step and it right now all her motivations seem like Siri, but yes. it's also a domino of as soon as you forget that that's why you're doing this thing and it's not because you're sad. Uh-huh. Uh, you ch- topple into selfishness, and that's yes. that's a balance a balance uh, for I mean a real life balance you have to deal with a lot mm-hmm. of time where it's it's I'm coming to help you and yes. not and then it topples to because I know more than you about this. Yes, that's, I I do think that. Um, if Vivenna shows up and Siri sees her and like she's trying to help Siri, I think yeah. Siri's gonna be like, "Hey, wait a minute!" Like, Especially if Siri does, like you said, kicks butt. Yes, is like is like handling it. If she's handling it on her own and makes friends with Light Song yeah. or makes other friends, yeah. and it's just if like, especially if the God King's not as bad as like everyone makes him out to be. You freaking put him at the bottom of the list. What do you mean? I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> Everything we've heard is bad. Yeah, he is pretty creepy. I right do now. feel though. I kind of feel that he's not going to be as bad. I think he's either going to be worse than we expect, yeah. or he's going to be better. Like he's either going to be like absolute worst character you will ever meet in this Terrible complete, person. complete jerk who just wants to murder everybody. Yeah, or he's going to actually be like this guy who's like very kind of misunderstood, and he's got mm. like a bad rap. Mm. But he's actually a very sweet, gentle guy and just has this bad rap because he's done some things that aren't great. Yeah. I think that's the way it's going to go. Or maybe I'll be completely wrong and somehow he'll be somewhere in the center. Or maybe you nailed it. Maybe he's just like a kind of a, a kind of a kind of a butthole. You know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I also was just thinking about I was looking at our tier list currently. I'm excited for episode 18 when the <laughs> section for uh Ricky the character so you're like who the frick is a mab <laughs> what is a mab um, who else is on here that'll that Yarda 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 yeah we ever gonna hear from Yarda again I, I have a suspicion that slowly over time the characters that were one-offs are gonna slowly move down the list to like well they're gonna end up being at the very bottom yeah and like they'll end up being like 
almost dead tier because we don't remember their who they are. Yeah. Well, I don't think I don't think Mab's ever gonna get completely out because we freaking love Mab. We will always remember who Mab, Mab is, is so just because we joke about it every time now. Freaking love Mab. <laughs> um, all right. Is there anything else you want to say? Mm. Um. I don't think so. Time to start wrapping up then. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to... Thank you to Alessia who let us use her, um, his song, Windrunner Remake, as the intro and outro for our program. So that is A-L-E-Z-E-I-A on Spotify. So yep. go check that out. Thank you so much. You should check out our website. It's prattpodcast.com slash fantasy. Uh, on there, you'll see you can, I mean, you can freaking listen to our episode right there in the in the browser. So that's yes. pretty cool. Um, and also you'll see uh, information about Sydney and I. Uh, and there, right now it's pretty bland. That's because I haven't updated it yet. But we'll, we'll Come be. Come on, Colin. We will be adding to it. <laughs> uh, other information about the show on there. Uh, probably adding like links to buy the book if you don't have it yet. Yes, stuff you like can that. also go check out. Uh, Colton's other podcast. You should go do that. Oh, thank you, check Sydney. Out, check out the Pratt family. We make we make lots of shows. It's, it's kind of our whole thing. Yes, um, they're very good at it. You should go check them out. I appreciate that. Um, all right. And also check also... out Sydney's website. Oh, never mind. He's plugging it for me. <laughs> yeah, check out Sydney's website. Remember the URL? Uh, Storiesbysydney.com. I knew it was alliteration. So I just couldn't remember what word. Yep. Rise. It's um, yeah, it's got to be updated. Yeah. So, don't don't they all? It's it's yeah. it's work. <laughs> Um, thank you guys so, stressful. <laughs> so much for listening. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. We appreciate you reading with us. Next week, we are reading chapters five and six. So make sure you go read those. That's been all. I've been Colton Pratt. And I'm Sydney Lyrely. Bye. Peace. Why are you still here? The show's over.